It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Too far along. The previously unreleased album by Synthetic 16 is now available on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Music. Hey everybody, it's B-Show Brian from Break the Apocalypse. We want to thank you all for your support and let you know that we're creating exclusive content on Patreon. For the low price of $5 per month, you get the full unfiltered, uncensored, complete weekly shows, our entire back catalog, and two exclusive Q&A shows each month. And oh yeah, only the members get to ask questions. So check out patreon.com slash break the app to join today. Apocalypse. Welcome back to another episode of the Break Me Apocalypse podcast. This is your weekly look at the hellscape that we find ourselves living in forevermore. Summer edition, August 2021. My name is John Draper. With me is Shaheen. Shaheen, happy weekly apocalypse. Hey, what's going on, man? Happy weekly apocalypse to you, too. We're Glad to be alive. I'm, I'm surprised I'm alive being a, you know, my know. skin tone. At this point. I know. Hey, don't jinx yourself. It's early in the show. And, of course, returning champion from his sabbatical, Mr. B show brian be show brian how does it feel to be back amazing dude i would have loved nothing the past two weeks just to come and hang out and bullshit unfortunately i couldn't hold my head up last thursday because i was sick and i uh, had some family health issues that i had to help out with last the week before so uh, i appreciate everybody for being understanding uh i really appreciate all the support and the love uh and the responses from the post i put on face or um 
Patreon to the Patreon donors to kind of explain where I was. But I'm back, baby, and uh, and we're going to do this thing. Well, B-Show is back. Shaheen is ready. I am ready. This is your your show. This is Break the Apocalypse. Your your weekly your weekly sort of uh, hug. You get a weekly hug from from the from the flames that are engulfing our world. Now, if you're just joining the show for the first time, how are you? Hope things are going good for you. Just a quick little program note. You ain't getting the whole show. No, no, no. Contraire, mon frere. You're getting a bridged version of the show, a clipped version of the full podcast, because the only way to get the full, unedited, uninterrupted, unadulterated version of our show is by going to patreon.com backslash break the app for five bucks a month. Five bucks is nothing. Okay, it's nothing. Five dollars a month. It's the only tier we have. That five bucks gets you every episode unedited, plus monthly bonus shows, which consist of Q and A shows made up exclusively of the Patreon members. Patreon members like Demario Guidry and Walter Villani and Jude and Mike Brown and Darren Gatt and Matt and Jay and Cassette Classics '86 and John Bernstein and Braden McIntyre and Tyler Simpson and Cloudy and Kerry Goldberg and Austin Red. How about Joseph? Mar, he's on that team. Sal Felix, Lou and Houston, Ralphie Ramirez is there. Cockboy, we got jo- Joseph Glasgow, and of course Willie Thompson is there. We've got Gary Thorpe, we've got Steve Shaw, Chris Matthews, Vic Condor, Senator Bravo, Cherry Jesus, John Hedeff, Stephen Teasdale, Roxy Mike, Nathan Explosion, Marquise Johnson, Jerry 92. But wait, there's more. There's Justin Ludwig. There's Ruben. There's Texas Sal. There's Anthony Alston. There's Anthony Jeter. There's Mark Gordon. And there's Terrell Thibodeau. And there's Joe. And there's the Purple Haze. Did I mention Leonard Van Doon is there? How about Stella Echoes or Danny Douglas or Cushion Pusher or Ronald Anderson or Paul Stockwell? MJW Games. Adam Bergone is there along with John Garcia and Larry Trailer and Emmanuel and Fatty316. Of course, there's Michael, Amy Foley, Richard Todd, Randy Shepard, Jeff Lippman, James Gruesome is there, Joe Punches is there, JB Buffell is there, Daniel Clark is there, Dirk is there, Jared Braxton is there, we got Deliverance, we got Jamie Pennycook, we got Kevin Mathurin, we got John Krauser, we got the legendary Don Tony. We got Michael Smith, we got Jarrett Maloney, we got Rivers Johansson, we've got Paul Convoy, we've got Bobby Blades, we've got Christopher Kane, and we've got the adorable little Drew Yari. Now, if you want to hang out with that crew, and that, my friends, is a deep, deep crew. A lot going on there. All you got to do is come up with five bucks, five bucks a month. You get to ask the questions. We have another Q&A show coming up at the end of the month. And you get the show early and completely unedited. And there is almost a full year worth of unedited shows and a shit ton of material to go through. Now let's get to the plugs early to help out some of our pals. We're going to throw some plugs at Deathmatch Outlaws, the adorable Drew Yari show, which I think is on Patreon currently, Cassette Classics 86 on YouTube. How about the Down Under Thundercast? How about Dr. Doom's Dungeons and Dragon Balls? The wrestling podcast legend himself, Don Tony. Necromaniacs podcast for all your horror needs. Anthony Alston, he's got a new podcast he's working on. The Inhuman Experience podcast. Ringsiders Wrestling on YouTube. Shout out to Fatty316 and Jeff of the Bayou Geeks. Mo Dirk City Machine Guns. The Garden of Doom. Off the Mat, Old Guy Metalcast. Hey, 
did you go to funkbetty.com to check out that summer line? Summer line is kicking ass over there. Go to funkbetty.com, MJW Games. And then, of course, we got Sam at the Red River Podcast, Planet Mondo on YouTube and Facebook groups, Halloween 365 on YouTube, and uh, me, my band, Synthetic 16. You want to spell out that 16? You need to go to, uh, to Bandcamp or you need to go to Spotify. I'd appreciate it if you went to Spotify or Apple Music and download my unreleased album called Too Far Along. We got a big reunion show coming up at Coney Island Brewery. That's in Brooklyn, right on the Coney Island Boardwalk, October 16th. Free show, 6 p.m. Erie Point's going to be playing there. Playing Dead's going to be playing. Five Cent Hero's going to be playing. And I'm going to be playing for the first time in 15 motherfucking years. It's a free show. You got the full Coney Island Boardwalk experience to take in. Get a hot dog, ride the cyclone. Get a hand job under the boardwalk from a crackhead. Do it all. All. Do it all. Now, quick programming note. Uh, SummerSlam is this weekend, and I am going to be doing a SummerSlam recap with our friends across the pond at Ringsiders Wrestling. I don't know when the show is going to air specifically, but just to give you guys a heads up, I am going to be uh, on the air with them, I think, Sunday. They're in the UK, so I don't think the show is live. I know the show is usually taped, but please keep a listen out for that. Uh, I don't know when it's airing, though, but I'm going to be recording it. And I haven't talked to those guys in quite a bit, and there's going to be a big, big, big wrestling weekend going on, as most of you know. So it should be an interesting conversation. I love those guys very much. I consider them very dear friends of ours, and I'm happy to be back talking about wrestling with them. Now, I know this is going to sound a little weird, but next week, next week, we have a very special guest coming on the show I have not gotten this person's permission in advance to uh, promote it, although uh, I do believe they will be coming on. But we might be having a very, very special guest coming on, uh, someone whose name you may recognize. He is a uh, comedian uh, who's, uh, who's been through a couple, couple things, dare I say. Uh, you might know him from some of, uh, some of his work that he's done. He's also an aspiring uh, wrestling fan who is going to be uh, doing some wrestling actually is a name you might recognize in the podcast world i don't have his permission to say it i wish i did but i'm not a dick but he has agreed to come on the show next week so uh and it will be in the free portion of the show and you know i might want to make this a regular thing guys i think we might want to start bringing in some guests how do you guys feel about having guests on like like guests i like it man i i always like guests that's how i started you know doing tht and um if we branch out and doing, you know, all kinds of different interviews, whether it's movie directors, random indie wrestlers, mm-hmm. um, bands, comedians, I, th- I think it'd be dope. What do you think, B-Show? I think this might kick off. I think I'd like to do at least one a month. Yeah, I'm all for it. Just change it up a little bit. I mean, we talk, we talk about different stuff every week, but this guy is right up our alley. It's a yes. different, yeah, it's a different perspective, but it's right up our alley for this show. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we're going to look into maybe getting a guest on the regular you know, for the free portion of the show. Uh, I don't want to blow this guy. I know I'm being cryptic. I apologize, but I don't have his permission. And I'm certainly not going to do that uh, because it's a bad look. But I'm very excited that this person is going to be coming on. And uh, hopefully it's a name you will recognize because uh, he's very funny. And uh, he's, got, he's got some interesting life experiences, to say the least. Um, so he's an interesting guest to have. But yeah, in the future, you know, I think we're going to try to get some indie wrestlers on. I'm going to try to get some indie musicians on. Um, I'm going to try, uh, this is just putting the cart before the horse. I'm going to try to get somebody involved in the new terrifier movie to come on. That's something I've been working on. 
uh, one of the producers of the new Terrifier. The Terrifier, uh, I think that Shane, do we know when that's coming out? Terrifier two? I think around Halloween. Okay. Yeah. So I could I'm, just be making that up, but I'm pretty sure it's coming around Halloween. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get somebody on there. Uh, a good friend of mine is involved in the making of that film. And uh, he's also a horror aficionado. He's a name you might recognize as well. So I'm going to try to get him to come on and just talk about his horror experience. But uh, yeah, and some cool musicians and stuff. So yeah, it looks like October. Yeah, they're gonna, they, they might push it back. Uh, let's see. Let's see if it comes out on time with the way everything's getting pushed back. So yeah, special guest next week's going to come on. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited to have B-Show back. B-Show is wearing a black tank top tonight. Oh, no, uh, no. It's the uh, Brooks and Dunn Neon Moon one my wife made for Tennessee. Brooks and Dunn. That's a group of some kind. Oh, my right? God. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a country group. Is it? You've never heard Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn? No, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, so no. I was going to say, that would explain why none of us know it. <laughs> Brooks and Dunn are some kind of group? Yeah, they're like an old kind of corny country. Oh, band does one guy have like a crazy stash? Yeah. And the other guy, let me see. Okay, I've heard of Brooks and Dunn. This is the kind of music that my great aunts would listen to. Um. So, uh, so yeah, I, I Bisha, this this surprises you that I don't know who Brooks and Dunn Neon Moon. Is? I figured you being in music, you'd at least heard of Brooks and Dunn or heard the song. Are you familiar with Pink Moon by Nick Drake? No, but I'm not a musician. Okay, but it was a big car commercial for Volkswagen, and it was in a lot of movies. Is it da 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 or whatever the fuck? No, no, I will, I will literally fly to your house and slap you in front of your children. <laughs> um, let's hear a little bit of this song. Neon Moon. What year is this from? Like '92. Okay, so it's '90s. I, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know Brooks and Dunn. Okay, maybe other people are hearing it. I'm not. Yeah, I think the people are going to be able to hear. We can't hear it. So, by the it? way, I've ne I've never heard of this, and as of November eighth, twenty fourteen, this is seventy nine million uh, people have listened to it. Yeah, here, let me see. Oh, I didn't share the sound. That's why. It's called Neon Moon. Yeah, watch your broken dreams dancing and out of the beams of a neon moon. Hmm. It's kind of a corny pick, but it's a. Uh, Wait, are you trying to tell songs. me a song by two country people from the early nineties <laughs> might be corny? Oh, fuck. Okay. Hold on, let me hear this for a little bit. Here, let me back it up. <laughs> fuck your sister's hole till it gets really swole in a neon moon. Don't let minorities move near my mama's house in a neon moon. I think that guy's a Mexican. Let me get my gun in the neon moon. You gotta mention Marlboros. Hold on, let me hear some of the verses. I know what the chorus is. My daughter's dating some kind of half sea. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't let me do my uh, Ethel or my Ar Archie hold on, Bunker. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to hear what 80 million people. I think my accountant's a Jewish guy. <laughs> There's no way people who like this. There's literally no way people who like this are not racist. I'm sorry. I can't even. Like, I feel I'm becoming racist just from the tempo. <laughs> There's something about this tempo that makes you want to hate minorities. I don't know what's going on. Shaheen, tell me. Is it that slide guitar? No, I don't mind slide guitar. Hold on, let me hear it. 
I don't care if they are Italian. All right. And this is a this Man. is a huge song. Yeah. This shit sounds so fucking racist. I'm surprised you guys just didn't kick me off the show in the last two minutes listening to this. It's a beautiful place for the white race in a neon moon. It seems a little it seems a little racist. I don't that know. That could be a song. I'm dude, surprised dude, that's not a song. I'm, dude, I literally can write an entire white power version of this song in three minutes. If you if you gave me three minutes on the air, I will have a verse chorus and a bridge that is so utterly offensive because this tempo just screams to me, don't move on my block. Like, like that's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, let me, let me see. Let me see if there's any more up-tempo ones for you. Do they have... Oh, but they, that, is it, bo- oh, boot, boot Scoot and Boogie. Never been at a shitty fucking <laughs> Outback Steakhouse or whatever. No, no, no. I'm an Italian guy from New York City. I don't know what that is. Never gone to like a steakhouse and they played this shit. They used to have a place no. here in town in Toledo where um, they used to line dance. The waitresses and shit had you had the line yeah, dance. You know, oh you know B show that. You know, oh. B show that that wasn't big in Brooklyn. Dude, I would walk the fuck out. Hold on, <laughs> let me hear. Let me hear. Wait, well, let me let me write another racist song. All right, go ahead. Break up. Okay. Out past the country near the city minute lines. If you don't look like me, you're running out of time. We're hunting down anybody, Mexican, Chinese, or black. I've heard this. What year yeah. is this from? Um, I can't. Okay, tell. I heard this on the kid from the real world. The second one, the John, yeah, the, the country. This is all like early 90s country music, dude. Yeah. Cornball yeah. shit. I didn't know it was a cover or whatever. I just thought it was something he wrote. He was like John. He was a country guy, mm. but but like B show, like like my immediate reaction to this is is like racism. Like I don't know. And again, there's nothing racist about it. But I'm not zero. I, yeah, zero. There's zero inference of it. But the 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 it's Shaheen. What is it about it that screams race? Is it the tempo and the it's and the, the vibe, man? The vibe, I right? Can smell it in the air. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just so foreign, and I got to be careful using that word. We're talking about country music. Oh, you got a foreign person, <laughs> Shaheen. By the way, your mic dropped out dramatically. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. That you sound like you're really? you're, you're calling from a prison phone. Guantanamo Bay. You sound like you're calling from a prison phone. <laughs> he's phoning in from Afghanistan. He's on the ground there reporting what's going on. He said his name is Shaheen. Dude, what what's going on with your phone? With your uh, with your mic, it's like it sounds terrible. He's trying to fix it. Try to no. fix it before before the, before he puts on more country music. <laughs> but it's like, but Bisho, even that, it just seems like very uninspired. I like, think I it's just, I think it's so foreign to you guys because you don't have that shit that it just sounds racist. It's like reverse racist. That's, I think no. it's racist of you guys no. to assume it's racist just no. because it's something foreign to you. Like I'll give you a for instance, right? Like I love um, Jeff Buckley. Like I think, I think you've heard of both. Maybe have heard of Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Jeff Buckley was a singer who drowned in the Mississippi. He's most known for doing the Leonard Cohen version of Hallelujah, that was played during 9/11. It's used in a million movies. I'm fairly certain, right? Now, I don't. I didn't know Jeff Buckley, but I'm fairly certain that uh, a lot of racists wouldn't have Jeff Buckley's Grace album in their repertoire because it doesn't speak to them. No, but I'm he also, also looks like I'm a hipster. Also, I'm also well. This he d- d- died before there was even thing called the hipster. I'm also quite certain that Neon Moon is in a racist rolodex of songs. Like you see what I'm saying? 
Like, it's kind of like, like what they used to say about Trump. It's like, I'm not saying that everybody voted for racist, but if you're a racist, you're probably like Trump. Oh, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'll, yeah, grant you that. I'll, I'll grant you that. Yeah. Do I sound like, normal again? Yeah, you sound, you yes. sound am I, way better. Am I still tapped? Yeah, I was. It's the fucking country music, man. You play that shit, and you got a guy named Shaheen on here. Of course, my shit's gonna get tapped. Yeah, yeah, immediately. Like, like, like I, I and I know country's been like westernized, for lack of a better term, it's been commercialized. But it's like I, I just I don't know. I have a hard time. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm a punk rock like metal hardcore guy. Like, I, but I like. But dude, like I love the Beach Boys. I love Sinead O'Connor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? I love Tribe Called Quest. I'm not like one dimensional person. But as soon as I hear like twangy stuff and a guy's got yeah. a mustache and a hat, something bad is happening to somebody that's black, brown or, or, or Asian. Absolutely. Like, I, I really believe that. I'm glad this this was brought up because my girlfriend, she, she kind of likes country, right? It's not like all she listens to. But when she brings this shit around me, I, I legitimately get angry. And she doesn't understand why. And the reason is because of the vibe. I just feel yeah, like it's the vibe. Yeah. Like these people want me killed. That's how I feel. <laughs> well, you would know? you rather listen to Brooks that. and Dunn or shit like this? Let me hear this. Okay. This is new country. Hold on. Hold on. Let me hear it. How is this country music? You know what I mean? Kill oh, one Mexican, kill two Mexicans, three kill Mexicans at the border wall. I technically they are uh, culturally yeah, appropriating is, with the this sombreros. Is, this is forty-two million views. Yeah, this got the twang though. Yeah. This is country. Yeah, and they got country. Mexicans in the fucking video. How dare you? Yeah. Well, they got to clean up after. Yeah. I was gonna say, serving the drinks, dude. The pineapples. Someone's got like one margarita. Like, what does that have to do with country? But that's wow. country now. Yeah. Yeah. This shit is popular where I live. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's a lot of hot broads like this shit, though. I'll tell you, a lot of hot, a lot of hot broads like this, yep. though, man. Uh, this, this is like cringe shit right here, dude. Holy yeah. Jesus. This is like, this is definitely a lot, a lot of women have yet to, yet to get a female orgasm from their partner yeah. listen to this. And a that's why they listen to it. A few weeks ago, I was at the grocery store and they were playing this type of shit, right? Uh -huh. And I put a status up saying like, if, if, if I'm in a grocery store, I'm going to spend less money when I hear this, because I'm going to want to walk out. And this is exactly the type of music they would play. Yeah. The new country, I guess. That's what it's called. Yeah. Stadium country. Yeah. What if you're in a Stadium store and they country. start playing Brooks and Dunn, Shaheen? Are you just running for cover? Anything with a twang, dude, I'm out. I like. I just smell hay in the air, like Marlboro 100s. And fucking... I said Shaheen was grifting. I think he was shoplifting in a neon moon. <laughs> yeah, no one knew the neon moon was a uh, convenience store. and They're just talking about people shoplifting. Neon moon sounds like it's code. I think that's white code. I think that's a dog whistle. <laughs> I think that means the purge where they could just kill all the minorities <laughs> The neon moon comes around. You know, I can't. Uh, it's like you think they're like celebrating gays. It's like, no, 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 no. This is reverse psychology here. This yeah. is the purge. Wow. I never heard that. So I don't. Why is that popular? I don't. I couldn't tell you why it's popular. I have no idea. Grab like, your baseball bat and bleat that black dude's ass under the neon moon. You, 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 you had to do it a little slower. You had to do it a little slower than that. Because I'm not a good singer. I was you you got to do in the tempo. Well, you have a good voice, though. You have a great voice. Oh, but I'm well, saying, like, you. you have to do the tempo. Like, uh, I'm just trying to think. Um, Hold on. Like, no, that's too fast. It's like, grab a baseball bat and my MAGA hat <laughs> in the neon moon. You almost knocked me out of my chair on that one. Yeah. Dude, I could do this shit all day. This is what I used to do for corporate 
jobs, but not at this level. But I used to do like parody songs and stuff. Because they're, what the dude, fuck, you know how, do you know how easy it is to write that song, like to re yeah. rewrite those lyrics? Like it takes, it'll take me, I guarantee you, if you gave me an, um, I'm not even joking. If you gave me an instrumental version of that right now, let me hear it once. I will have the full white version of that. So, what? Well, really, it's a, I'm saying it's the white version, or the secondary white version. We should put that on iTunes. We should release it as an exclusive from Break the Apocalypse on iTunes, like fucking Dude, Jerky Boys would do. I was gonna find the instrumental and have you remix it already. This this has yeah. to be done. Chase them down the hall. Let's build that border wall <laughs> in that neon moon. I damn it, man. Yeah. Jesus. Can you give me the real lyrics? Oh, yeah. By, by the way, guys, we have an action-packed show for you today, but this is just too funny. I just... The but, MAGA hat got me, man. I yeah. almost died on that. I had to mute myself. All right, hold on. This is the real lyrics. All right, B-Show, tell me if I got the tempo wrong. Oh, wait. Actually, B-Show, can you... Well, I don't know the melody that well. I know the... I know to the, play I like know a karaoke chorus. version or something? Yeah. No. Well, I need to hear the melody. Can you play the, oh, the yeah. first lyrics to this? By the way, if you're just turning into the show, this is very common. This is usually what we do. I do white power versions of uh, country <laughs> songs. Um, it's not really that uncommon. Like when the sun goes, oh my God, this is racist already. When the sun goes down on my side of town, you know what he's talking. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Are you Look, fucking sh Cross the railroad tracks, other side of the B tracks. B-show, B-show. Are you fucking kidding me? All right, I'm going to read the lyrics verbatim. I'm not... I don't want anyone to think I'm lying, and I don't know the melody yet. Wait, pause that for a second. I'm just going to read the lyrics. When the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door. And the whole world turns blue. There's a rundown bar across the railroad tracks. I got a table for two way in the back. Okay, now, so it looks like he was segueing from into like uh, a relationship song. But between the railroad tracks, my side of town coming to my door, and blue turns blue. He lives in a red state. He's saying when he get okay, when he gets depressed, he goes to a shitty bar, sits in the back, and thinks of his woman that he misses. All right, play play the beginning of the song, right. and then I'm gonna give you my version of the song. Not the whole song. We're just gonna fuck with it a little bit. When the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling. Comes to my door. Okay, okay. What the? Oh, oh, that's that, fucking dog right shit. Right. I should have said hold white. On, dude, dude, hold white. on. That's a terrible. That was terrible. I've never listened that's... to the lyrics before. When the sun goes down on the white part of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door, and the whole world turns white. That's what he really wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you should have said what? Is that why he hesitated? He had to think about what yeah. he was going to say? Yeah. And the whole world turns Jesus-y to Jesus. Wow. This is a bad, this is a, you, you're wearing a t-shirt of this song. It was ironic to wear down to Tennessee, dude. All right. Let me see how he does the rundown railroad tracks. Let me hear that. Hold oh, on. shit. Hang on. I got a table for two unless you're a Jew or a black. Okay, yeah, that's a little lazy. Oh my god. Stop right there. That's a little lazy. It's pretty much just a chorus, okay? Yeah. 
There's a rundown bar across the railroad tracks. I got a table for two unless you're Asian or black. That's that fit, really that fits better than Jew or black. That just flows better. Yeah, Asian or black. Yeah, because you got to have that, like, you know, the flow is better. I, I got to say, man, I kind of like your white power version better than the Brooks and Dunn version. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It just flows better. It's, it's yeah. better wordsmithing. Wow, this is – I'm sorry. I just – look, I'm not an idiot. I know everybody that likes this isn't racist. But I'm just telling you that if there's 100 racists in the room, 95 of them know the words to this song. And, and, and they, they, don't, they don't know the words to Kill It Will by Ice Cube. You know what I mean? They just don't. You know? This is a really good song to make fun of. Wow. I, I live in a completely different world, man. And by the way, I don't like guys with mustaches like that. That that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, the the pedo stash is I don't know. Not I a good got look. a pedo stash. Cover your son's ass in a neon moon. Well, that's a neon moon. Maybe we had it wrong. Maybe it's not white power. Maybe it's like dog whistling for like grooming kids or something. Well, as long as they're white, this guy's not having sex with minorities. Oh, children. it's about to get dark, man. Jesus, this guy's only. I might be. Oh, excuse me. I almost swallowed my my uh, my. I might be a pedo. Wait, hold on. Sorry, I want to get a higher note. Does he do any higher notes than this? These are so easy. I don't think so. But the that's country, dude. plays on drink by drink. And the words of every sad song seem to say what I think. And it's heard inside. Like that's an, a me. Oh, my God. How am I? Oh. This is terrible. Come I don't here, know. little Johnny. <laughs> I'm not even going to get to Why you. don't you sit on my laps behind the railroad tracks? <laughs> I was going to say, say, stroke my cock with Arnie or some shit like that. But, oh, man. Wow. I, I don't know. I, I Look, I get it, white people. I know you like a lot of weird stuff. I'm just, this is this is not me. It's not me. I'm excited about the new Quicksand album that came out. That's that's I I don't know how many people are gonna listen to it, but it's really good. I'm excited for it. Wow, my palms are sweating from just listening you remix that. Like but that's, but that's but how dude, uncomfortable but I am. Dude, if you if you just heard me if you just heard me start doing that shit, you probably wouldn't notice the difference. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I know it's a joke, and I'm still like <laughs> my my palms are still sweating. Yeah, Quicksand Colossus. This is the new Quicksand. This is really good. This is what I think people should be listening to. Colossus by Quicksand. Album just came out. You guys should pick it up. Uh, it's on the side. You go to your right there, B Show. Colossus, yeah, and they just added the uh, second guitars. This is great. Let's let's let's, show, let's this is what I listen to. So I, I let's be fair. Uh, only twenty seven thousand views. Okay, only twenty. So Quicksand is a post hardcore band from New York made up of people from Gorilla Biscuits and all. These, this is their rock band. They've been around forever. They broke up for twenty years. This is the second album they put out this century. This is the kind of stuff I like. So let's hear. It. And the bass player is also in the uh, Deftones. I'm a huge. By the way, this is my favorite band. This is what I like. They're not going to be singing about, you know, under the neon moon here. And again, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I like this stuff. This is what I like to listen to. Nice. Dude's got an Iggy Pop kind of vibe to him. Just his look. You know what? If we're going to go there, stop this. If we're going to go there, I want you to stop what you're playing right now. Pause this. I'll put Quicksand, put Dine Alone. This is my favorite song by Quicksand. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. Die, dine alone. Listen to this motherfucker. Did I, did I trigger something with the uh, Iggy Pop check, reference? Check this out. No, just this is a much better song. Crank this shit. Listen to this shit. Listen to this fucking shit. 
This is very old, but it's got like almost a half a million views. Listen to that fucking shit, dude. Reminds me of Tool yeah. for some reason. They came out before Tool. They've been out since the late 80s. Listen to that motherfucker. How does that music hit you, Shaheen? Meh. I don't know, man. I, I, I grew up on hip-hop. I didn't really get into rock until I was older. This but is this my jam doesn't right give, here. This doesn't give you the same racist white kid vibes, or no? No, not at all. Not even a little bit, right? Not even it's a little bit. Just rocking out. Just rocking out. This is shit my friends would have played in their garage when they had a band. Yeah, if they were really super ultra talented. This is like an all-star band, man. Anyway, look, if you like country music, that's great. If you don't like quicksand, that's fine. More importantly, just make sure you're at my show on October 16th in Coney Island. <laughs> make sure you're at my show October 16th in Coney Island. Yeah, I heard Brooks and Dunn's going to be there. Dude, I might do a little <laughs> bit of Neon Moon from the stage. Uh, I might, Shaheen, I might drop that MAGA hat line from the stage. Oh my God. I think you need to remix that. I'm, I'm dead ass serious. I would, I, I'll tell you what, if we, show, get, yeah. if we get up to 100 Patreons before my show, I will do a full on recorded version of Neon Moon just for the Patreon. Oh, Patreons, do oh. your thing. If we get 100 before October. We're not October, that far away from 100. If we get 100 before October 16th, B Show will get a karaoke version. I will rewrite the, the white, the, the, well, it's technically already a white song. The true white lyrics to Neon Moon, I will record front to back, I, I, exclusively for Patreon. And I'm going to call it uh, White Hood, a Neon White Hood Moon. What is it called, <laughs> Neon Moon? Neon, neon moon. White, 100 Patreons by October 16th, Brooks and Dunn, a Draper featuring Brooks and Dunn. We will probably sue me, but they can't because it's parody. And I will do my version of, what, what is it, White Hood Neon Moon. It's all about like uh, just being white under the neon moon, like how great it is to be white in the neon moon. I guess. How, how many patrons would it take to get you to do the prison call and Anson and choose all or however the hell you say it? That, that might be, by the way, prison call and Anson and I choose all might be the intro tape for this show. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. It might be. Shaheen, that's be. that gibberish one you didn't like. That's the Italian gibberish song with mm -hmm. the dance party. Do you know why oh, he I wrote that? that? You know yeah, why he wrote that, that though? Uh just to make up words, right? Well, that no, it's whole... it's actually more deep. He said that he saw even back in like the 70s how everyone was talking and communicating because of phones oh, and shit, but right, no right. one was listening to each other. So he just wrote a song of gibberish words to make the point. Yeah, and, and it became like a huge like global song, yeah. like actually. Yeah, it's a, great, it's a great fucking song, mm -hmm. if I heard it. And Quicksand's amazing. I'm a huge, huge fan. Uh, they literally, like, I feel like Quicksand changed my life. That was the band I was chasing musically like a little bit in my life. Honestly, I really was. I wanted I wanted that. I wanted that respect. And they're all hardcore luminaries, all those people. They're all from very big hardcore bands. So, and then they got like uh, post-hardcore-y. So in case you've been uh, living under the neon moon, um, as we record this, uh, you know, I, we say this so much and I, it bears repeating. When you call a show Break the Apocalypse, you're doing it sort of tongue in cheek. We were kind of being cheeky at a time where COVID was kind of getting really bad and it seemed like the world was ending. Ha ha. Uh, you know, Trump was the president and there's this embattled country. We're coming off of a crazy summer of elections and all this, sh all this shit, excuse me. 
And, you know, I thought, you know, it's a great title because we'll always have some measure of something to make fun of and uh, like living in an apocalyptic world. And it just seems like the gods want our show to become like, like the reality that we were making fun of. Don't you think? Yeah, It's like the bonus features director's commentary while the apocalypse is going on. I, I mean, this year, would you guys agree from start to today has been literally nothing but a modified version of the apocalypse slash purge? Yeah, I think we're going to get that for the next few years, man. I think I, I think we're in this for the long run. Spoiler alert. Yeah. B-Show, you, did you think when we called the show Break the Apocalypse, <laughs> we were going to have this much material? No, I thought like Trump would be done and things would go back to normal, but it's been like an everyday Armageddon situation ever since. <laughs> really? yeah. To give people perspective, um, we have we, we all week we literally spend every so like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna break the fourth wall a bit. So the way we operate is we communicate every day more or less, and then we give each other top we throw topics into like a, a like like the, into the room. And we don't, we just put the topic in the room and then we go on with our day. And then as we get closer to the day, if a bigger topic comes up, one of us will go, hey, we really need to talk more about that. It's probably not that uncommon than anybody else. It's very loose, but you know, we do, we do have a format, right? Except like when I start doing racist versions of country songs. So, but we do have a format, right? Uh, like if we wanted to, I'm not even joking. We could do a seven to eight hour show and not hit every topic on the docket right now. Like we've been dropping what thirty percent of our topics, forty percent. Yeah, honestly, haven't we been? Yeah, I'd say right around thirty percent. Yeah, we can't get to them, and that's including Patreon. Sometimes when we go three, three and a half hours, but this is something that really, really we have to discuss because, it, I, I mean, look, this is a comedy show. This is we make jokes. Everything is sardonic, but you know this. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how else you're going to have a conversation and not talk about what's happening in Afghanistan this week, today, in the future, right now. Um, so we Trump a year ago made a deal with the Taliban that we would leave, that we had a withdrawal date. And this was under Trump's watch. And a lot of people were like, well, that's good. Finally, we need to get out of there. And on the surface, I'm like, yeah, we should probably get the fuck out. We've been there so long, it could order a drink. You know, if you if you were born during the first occupation, you could get a you could drink at a bar now practically. But there's a way you leave. There's a way you withdraw. There's a way you pull back. And uh, I guess the whole world now is realizing that uh, the adults are clearly not back in the room. That was one of the things I heard. You know, when everybody was dancing in the streets after uh, the election day and going to brunch and throwing their th taking the news apps off their phones and you know which is what a lot of people did in our country a lot of people because they felt like it's over we, we could we, we don't have to care about this anymore um but uh one of the things i heard was well now the adults are back in the room i'm so glad the adults are back in the room um the adults might be back in the room but they're clearly special needs adults because i i don't understand how the country I live in, that my father, who is now dead seven years to the day, who is buried in a military grave, okay, in a military cemetery as a soldier of this country, if my father could see 
what the fuck is going on with the withdrawal from Afghanistan or my grandfather or anybody who served. This is an epic clusterfuck beyond words. Uh, the Taliban have complete control of the country. They took Kabul, I guess, when, Tuesday? Was it Tuesday they took Kabul? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Now, uh, we've been all kind of following this story closely because it's, I don't know, what do we have, 88,000 people that we left there, something like that, like some, some outrageous number. Uh, we left our military equipment. We left our defense things. We've left, Dude, we've left computers. This is the most American thing about it. They didn't shut off the servers, so the Taliban was hacking using the American servers because they just forgot to fucking pull the plug. Well, in their defense, they just really wanted to watch the new season of The Masked Singer. That's eh. really what it was. That's what it was. Now, Shaheen, you have a lot more insight to this because you've been following it, not from the, the, the U.S. media perspective, which you have advised me not to do under any capacity ever, which I don't do, and I don't think B-Show does either anymore. Um, and you've given us options to watch news. Mostly, is it just Al Jazeera where, where we can get uh, 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 English-based news from this? No. So Al Jazeera is one. Um, there's also Voice of America. Voice of America. Thank in, you. Yeah, that's another one. And BBC is another one. BBC has different um, sections of it. So there's like BBC in Farsi. There's BBC from Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. So you can get it from all over the world. Now, please explain to people the coverage that you've been following regarding this. So pretty much all the surrounding countries are, are fucking terrified. Like, for example, um, I'll give you a little history that I've had with like Afghanis, right? Because I lived in Iran until I was eight years old. So the only paths I crossed with Afghanis was they were basically um, almost slaves, like in our country. Like they would come and work basically for nothing. Now, can I, so, can I stop? Is this a Sunni Shia kind of thing? Is this yeah, a, absolutely. Can absolutely. you explain that to people? Because not everybody knows what that means. Right. I mean, if I, I can't get too deep because it's. No, but just a general, again, a general right. sense between what, so, like, like the way everybody thinks all the Bloods gang members are all in one gang. Right. Or the way everybody's a Christian is the Christian. You, you know right. what I mean? That sort well, of thing. That's also, that also explains a lot of the times when I, when I get mad when people call me an Arab because. Right. Technically, I was born a Shiite, so Shiites and Sunnis are completely different. They don't even believe in the same prophets, really. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> completely like complete different games. Um, one where, you know, the Sunni Muslim beards, we don't have those. That's why a lot of Persians have mustaches. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't wear anything on our heads necessarily unless you're like in the mosque and he's like the preacher. But um, yeah, we're Shiites. They're Sunnis. So a lot of people are terrified because we also have a lot of people that are from um, Kurdistan. So the Kurds, the Kurds in, in my country are are Sunnis and they follow the Taliban. So now that Taliban has some power, a lot of people in Iran are terrified that they're going to start getting funds from Taliban to try to take over Iran, even though the percentage of the Kurds in Iran is very low. Um, now, isn't it low because Saddam killed them? <laughs> uh, possibly, man. I mean, he fucking tried to kill everybody. No, but didn't Saddam purposely guess the Kurds? Wasn't that a, a huge part of our? Wasn't that? Wasn't I think so. I don't. I don't want to get yeah. missed. But if we can pull yeah, it up on Google, I'm but. pretty sure. Going back to the first Gulf War, because I'm older yeah. than you guys, so I remember and, that part of the. And to be honest with you, like people in my country, they they hate Afghanis, Afghanis. You know, like the, I doubt Iran is going to open up the borders to Afghanistan. I'll, I'll be totally honest with you, because in my country, they hate them. They, right. they really dislike the Afghanis. And anybody that gets in is basically sneaking in and, and they work as maids or they work, you know, construction for very basically no money. Jesus. Um, and 
honestly, a lot of the times, like I remember during the riots in Iran, well, I don't remember, but because I wasn't born yet, but um, my mom would tell me during the riots when they took over and, and did the revolution where essentially like Iran used to be like here, like you didn't have to wear any guards. You didn't have right. to do anything or strip clubs. Right. This is back in like the 70s. Was this before the Shah? Was this before yeah, exactly. the Shah? No, 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 right. Shah, during the Shah times. That's during, when, this is, oh, so this is when the Shah took over essentially. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was down with everything pretty much. You know what I mean? Mm. He was down with strip clubs. What you could do, whatever you want. Hollywood wow. actors, actresses would come. Get um, me Brooks and Dunn. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's more Indian. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I just, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, after the revolution, it just completely went downhill. But during the revolution is when they really started using the Afghanis and the people from Syria. So what they would do is they would bring they would sneak people in from Afghanistan and Syria and in, in Iran and use them as shooters. So they would kill all the people in the, in the riots. So I don't know, man. A lot of people I know in Iran are fucking terrified because they, they don't really like Afghanis to start with. And they certainly don't want them to have that much power because that could influence Iran directly. And I'm sure that's that that goes for Pakistan and other countries that are close by. But but Pakistan, they're Sunnis, so they're mm. you know they're more along the lines of of Afghanistan. Now, what about the Taliban presence in Iran currently? That's uh, never been a thing. They don't exist in Iran. Right? Is it possible that they could try to cross over? Well, that's what they're scared of. That's what they're scared of is that they would start funding the Kurds, and then the Kurds right. would attack Iranians. Oh, okay. So so the fear is the but Kurds. Taliban and stuff like we Iran has has what's called Hezbollah. Hezbollah. Um, That's our own thing. That's like the crazy um, extremist group from Iran. We don't have like Al Qaeda. We don't have. No, no, we don't have have ISIS. Those are all Sunni Sunni Muslim based um, terrorist groups. Now, I saw this today about the Mujahideen. The Mujahideen are already fighting the Taliban. I, I think they're trying, man. I don't know. I, I no, I, I don't. No, I, I think they. I think they fight. They already have casualties now from fighting as of today. The Mujardin. Who now? Who are the Mujardin specifically? Uh, I don't know. Can you pull that up? I don't know. Like the, yeah, the Mujardin in Kabul. Yeah. So basically, I think the Mujardin are trying to resist the Taliban. I mean, look. And by the way, for people that we we recognize, this is extremely yeah. complicated. How do you even spell Mujardin? The Mujardin. My understand. I mean, I thought I re- yeah, you had it there. Uh, my understanding was the Mujahideen are already resisting the Taliban in Afghanistan currently. So, I, I is the is the Mujahideen Shia? I've honestly never heard of them. I don't know if you're. Uh, yeah. Are you sure that's the name? Yeah, the Mujahideen. Yeah, yeah I've never heard of them. Well, I might Where's- be slightly mispronouncing it. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a white guy from New York. I, I don't know the fucking. <laughs> some- I mean. But yeah, man, it's 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 scary for uh for me because I mean again, my country we haven't had like bombings and we haven't had shit like that since the war. You know what right. I mean? Like people in my country aren't used to going outside to the grocery store and the button and, and the fucking car explodes. That's not a thing in Iran. No. So that's mainly what people are scared of because for the most part, like Iran is a safe country. Like you can do shit without like getting you know killed for the, for the most part. But uh. This Taliban thing, man, this this scares the fuck out of me, and and it should scare everyone, honestly. Okay, so I'm mispronouncing it. M u j a h i d e e n. And I thought I'm mispronounce again. I mispronouncing it. That's all. I'm just mispronouncing it. Is the Mujahideen? Mujahideen. Oh, oh, but but yeah, Mujahideen is fighting the Taliban. I believe right now, like as we speak, they might be fighting right now. so I, I apparently I, I that's I saw something about that today. Um, all of them were I think there were Sunnis, 
and now they're called they're supposedly yeah and, I, and again let me let me like clarify this i'm not saying like sunnis are all down with taliban oh yeah no most no, no. people oh, in Afghanistan no. hate the taliban like they're all sunnis yeah. but they're not down with that shit so yeah this is a very small percentage of an extremist group but so this is the reason Sh- people are running away like they're Shaheen, trying to fuck out. for lack of a better context this would be the equivalent of say mormons just took over america Exactly. And Mormons exactly. by proxy are Christians by the maybe, fact maybe that maybe a were, little larger than more I don't know how many percentage of the Mormons uh, exist in the United States. Well, let's say let's say the ev- evangelicals took over America completely. Yeah. And you're like, well, well there's well but but aren't aren't they Catholic? Well, no, they're not because the evangelicals aren't Catholic, but they're also Christian. But then again, pro, but they're not pro, like yeah. so, you but know you've what I'm saying? Seventh like, day Adventist, you've got Baptist, yeah, you've got yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you have Protestant I mean, so it's like it's it's I, I think I think one of the problems Americans are having with this is that they don't understand like they've not been it, and this is not really America's fault. It's not. It's not Americans fault. They have not been properly explained by correct sources, be it in education or in the corporate media, what everybody is and what the problems are. That's why after 9-11, you had fucking morons attacking Sikhs who are driving cabs, who are by no stretch of the imagination involved in ISIS or Taliban or Muslims for that matter. But people saw a turban and a beard and just said, oh yeah, that's, uh, th- 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 yeah, those are people that blew up 9-11. But, because we're stupid. We're just fucking stupid people. But we're stupid by design. We were designed to be stupid. That's why a song like Neon Moon could have 80,000, 80 million people listening to it. You know what I mean? That's one of my favorite lines from King of the Hill. Are you Chinese or Japanese? We're Laotian. It's a blah, blah, blah continent. So are you Chinese or Japanese? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you, you hit it on the head. So I just, it, it's scary because I think, I think if we're dumb, see, we're dumb, right? So you think the people that didn't try to, to facilitate withdrawing out of this country, do you really think they're that much smarter than Hank Hill? Do you really think they're that much smarter that, than, than Brooks and Dunn? People also have to, um, again, it's nobody's fault because why would you randomly know this? Mm-hmm. But people have to keep in perspective that like Afghanistan is one of the least educated countries like ever. Really? Like they don't really have a public school system in place. Like they don't, they don't get educated. So they don't really know what's going on around them. All they know is religion. Right. So it's like, it's like generations after generations of being brainwashed Yeah. without independent thinking because they don't even understand that. could you imagine guys if here in the states there was no school except for catholic school no no that's what it is though that's like like, no because our our national anthem would be neon moon by brooks and dunn (laughs) that's true that's true and the weird thing too is like john you went to catholic school right i did yeah so like they teach other stuff like they do like math and science and shit like it's not just you know genesis chapter 12 no, they do. Well, gen- well, you got to go New Testament. We're talking Catholic school, but I'm just saying, well, like they they do. They absolutely do. Even even in Afghanistan, they teach them math and stuff like that. Because I was watching some of these Vice clips, and um, they were they were teaching them math and science and things of that nature. But half of the fucking class is religion. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like, they really cut their education down. I mean, the school system. They're they're learning in the middle of the fucking sand. I mean, it's it's not. It's not helpful. Though. I mean, it's also very poor. You yeah, have, extremely you have extreme poor. They have poor. nothing. Yeah, they have nothing. Nothing but sand. Um, it's it's. I, look, man, I, I'll say this: 
should we have been out of Afghanistan? Yes. Did we leave the right way? No. Clearly, we did not leave the right way. Whose fault is it? A lot of people's faults. A lot of people are to blame. Okay. It's not necessarily Biden's fault specific because, uh, you know, it, 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 I mean, it is because it's on his watch for sure. Right. But you it was already it, in rotation. But it was already, yeah. This was, by the way, the, we, we entered into Afghanistan after 9 11. Um, and I don't know how many U.S. soldiers died there, but it was a couple thousand, I think, over the uh, the past 20 years. And uh, there's people that have done multiple tours there. We we did not learn the lessons that the Russians learned in the 80s. Like like the Russians tried to impose communism if, into Af- was that when was that scene? The mid 80s when the Russians were there. I think it was the 70s, wasn't it? Was it the 70s? I think it was late 70s. So, so there was a, the rush, the Soviets tried to conquer Afghanistan, I think maybe in the late seventies to early eighties, we could look this up and they got their asses. And this is when the Soviet union was the Soviet union. Okay. None of this modern day run by like the mafia type shit. This by the was, way, they were, they were the ones yeah, that 10 years. Yeah. 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 79 were- to 89. Exactly. They were they were mainly the ones that found their oil, that found most of their oil. Was the yeah, Soviet. they wanted their oil. So yeah. they, you know, the Soviets went in there with high end military. We're talking the Soviets were maybe the number one, if not number two, global power in the world. And they went to this small, poor country in the desert and got their asses kicked for 10 years, 10 years. And you know what? We helped. We helped Afghanistan. We gave them weapons to, right. to shoot down. The, we did. We gave. We gave. We gave the. We gave them weapons. We gave them. We gave them the weapons, and they left their dude. The Soviets left all their tanks and their helicopters and their all. And it was all like left there. And then what did we do? Like what? Twenty years later, like you know what I mean? Was it in eighty in, in two thousand? Like twenty one years later, there we go. We we thought we were. We thought we had a better strategy. You know, and not for nothing, you know, we, we, 20 years and we tried to impose a democracy and we put new government in and we trained a military with like 300,000 people in it. Well, they said we did. They said we did. What did we spend? 90 billion? How much did we spend in this shit? How much did what's up? One trillion overall, I think. We spent over a trillion, a couple thousand people dead. By the way, I'm not counting the dead Afghanis who died. How many, how many people died in Afghanistan? How many Afghanistan? I'm sure way more. Yeah. I'm 100,000? 100,000? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. What did we spend? 120 mil? 120 bill? How much did we spend? I think it was something outrageous. It was like 13. I, I'm we pretty go. sure it was, it was around a trillion. Here we go. The years. total cost, 822, uh, 822 bill. Wow. Is that right? That's close enough to a trillion. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. According to a Brown University study, which looked at war spending in Afghanistan and Pakistan, the U.S. has spent around $978 billion. What the actual fuck? You know, it's funny. I haven't brought this up to you guys because I wanted to save it for the show. But right now, the past 18 months, we've been arguing over how like, people have been saying, we can't give assistance to those in our own country that can't help themselves. Yet we're spending 987, 978 billion dollars in other can't, countries can't to protect healthcare. But I'm saying I'm saying like yeah. under the guise that these people can't help themselves. So what yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the easiest thing they, that we should have done 20 years ago if this was, you know, genuine and we actually wanted to help them was we should have put in actual public school system 20 years mm. ago because that would have cost much much less. 
Yeah. And then the people that were fucking born back then would be in their 20s and 30s right now. Well, I, I can't help but make a relationship here, Shaheen, between something I didn't realize until just now. If you look at the time we invaded, which was like 2001, 2002, that's literally around the time that Brooks and Dunn released Neon Moon. I mean, you guys don't see a coincidence there? We release, Brooks and Dunn released Neon Moon, and then we go into Afghanistan? Yeah, I you think, think you're onto something. I think I'm onto something there. I think, I think I'm onto something. I think I'm onto something. I think there's definitely a relationship there. The, look, I get it. I, I think we shouldn't be there. But here's the thing. There's an old adage in America when you walk into a store and there's a sign, and it's like a, whether it's a jewelry store or like a food place or like a glass place. And you know what that sign says? If you broke it, you bought it. We fucking destroyed that country. We fucking destroyed that fucking country. And now we got to own it. Now we got to own it. That's it. I don't, I don't know what this looks like. I'm not a military strategist. I'm not a political advisor. I, I, I'm not a Middle East, uh, you know, uh, a Middle East scholar. But you go into somebody else's country, take it over, try to establish a government, pump a 90, what is it, 970 trillion? What the fuck? 970 billion dollars. And you leave and within a day it falls it falls to 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 a, to a, to, a, to the opposing entity that you went there to fight 20 years ago don't think i'm not thinking in the back of my head we're coming up on the 20th anniversary what is it the 20th anniversary of 911 yep 20th anniversary on 911 right is coming up in a couple of weeks okay and you know what the big difference is the same people we went there to fight 20 fucking years ago i've now taken over the country that that we based that fucking conflict over afterwards yeah. Dude, you know what's my main worry? And this is something that, that a lot of people aren't, you know, seeing it from that perspective. Um, me being from that area, I know how they're going to look at this. They look at this as a victory. They look at, like, the United States back down. Yeah. But people in America should be fucking scared because this is a bad look, man. I'm not, I'm not saying we should have stayed there to help, you know, <laughs> Afghanistan necessarily, but at least to look out for ourselves. Because, like, sure. we should have had some people there to not let this happen. Because yeah. I am telling you, they just strengthen up big time. Like, it's like fucking Super Mario eating the mushroom, man. This is, like, bad. This oh, is yeah. You're 100% right, Gene. You know? I, I, I'll tell you. And, and the, the other thing is they spread propaganda. Like, they are known for this shit. Oh, yeah. They so they will shit. spread all kinds of fucking, quote, unquote, fake news and say America yeah. back down. Yeah. And they will grow stronger. We, we, so we defeated the great Satan. Let me tell you something. I, let's just be honest here, okay? I'm, let's be honest. And I'm not saying, look. I consider, if you ask me what I consider myself politically, I would say, mm, I'm kind of hard to nail down, but I consider myself mostly a progressive, but I do have some conservative opinions when it comes to things in, like money, like finance. Because I worked on Wall Street, I have some conservative financial, I'm like a financial sort of conservative person, like, you know, but, but socially, I'm a progressive. I'm a progressive fucking person, period. My version of what that means and what Twitter's version of what that means are two different things. But I'm telling you, if I'm fucking in, 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 uh, in Afghanistan right now, right, and I'm, I'm a part of a foreign – if I'm a part of this fucking uh, group that has just taken over a country as we've pulled out, okay, if I'm part of the Taliban, okay, I'm looking at America the last couple of years and I'm thinking, you know what, that place looks pretty weak to me. They got no, it's, it's, it's not united. 
it's not you got people fighting over each other you got people trying to hurt each other you got the police issues you got racial issues you got social issues you got the president the president instead of planet the president's uh, hanging out with tiktokers you know what i mean you got all these people at each other's throats you got massive rioting and all this other stuff i'm thinking I don't need to worry about that country like I used to 20 years ago. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that country looks weak to me. I'm thinking that it's like completely divided. You got people in the Olympics that don't even give a shit about the country still going to the Olympics, which I don't understand the point of that at all. I'm just saying, and I'm not saying this like, like, like Brooks and Dunn. I'm saying this if I'm somebody from the outside that 20 years ago was hiding in fear of the American machine, I'm looking at America through the 2021 lens looks pretty weak to me yeah. doesn't look like a big superpower to me you got half the people on unemployment you got people fucking killing each other left and right you got crime through the roof you got people that don't want police you got cities the whole city's a year of cities burning they can't give people health care they don't even know who the president was you got people trying to crash through the white house people still Do think you, donald trump is the president when we have yeah, joe biden people, yeah yeah people don't recognize biden won the election you got yeah. people that think COVID is a hoax you don't think people in other countries like you don't think people like in the taliban look at that and go man i wish this i wish they were like this 20 years ago Shit. well there's there's one more thing i want to mention that i haven't seen anybody else mention yet but i think it's very important and more people should focus on this over the past few years, more people internally hate America than ever. Yep. So yeah, but they live here. That's the problem. You talk about Americans. No, no, no. That's not a that's not a problem making, when it comes I'm to making, Taliban. No. I'm making it. But joke. like Taliban, they're spreading through as silly as it sounds, TikTok and Twitter and shit like that. Sure. Right? So do you remember um what was it, Johnny Jihadi a few years ago or something? Sure. Like the American Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Yeah. I saw a documentary imagine, about Johnny Jihadi. Imagine like they're gonna look at America right now, like, oh Johnny man, they are they are weak. This is this is a good We're point weak. to find some fucking, you yeah. know, terrorists that are already in America that we can just convert and, and we're already there. Yeah, we're weak. We can't we couldn't be this dude, is a Spanish dude. He went to fucking like Syria, dude. This is like some Yeah. Yeah, we're that weak. could happen again. That's scary. People should worry about that. You know, we're weak because because instead of instead of trying to better life for everybody, instead of trying to make everybody's life better, instead of giving everybody health care, instead of worrying about how our neighbors are doing and stuff like that, we're making TikTok videos and trying to get people fired from jobs for making comments that made us sad. And, yeah. and because that's our past our pastime now is hate. We hate everybody. If you don't agree with me, extremism on the right, extremism on the left. There's nobody in the middle anymore. And I got news for you. Don't think other people don't take notice of this and laugh and go, wow, that place is a mess. That place is a hot mess. Can you imagine the Taliban? They could be like, have you seen what's going on over there in the past couple of years? Oh, my God. Have you seen their so what they say on social media about one another? Yeah. This, we could walk right through the fucking front door. They probably even let us in. They don't give a shit. By the way, they're not dumb people. This is all a gimmick. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah, how it's, this is, it's very similar to like Nazis. Like the Nazis weren't dumb people. They were able to fucking brainwash a lot of fucking people. They were just terrible, evil fucking folks. Right. But they also were these. dealing with people in, in that regard, though. Historically, Shaheen, the problem was after World War One, the what was considered the European Union, like the League of Nations, or whatever it was called prior to be, be called the United Nations, decided to just decimate Germany to make them pay for the war and destroyed their economy, 
destroyed their self-worth and just basically like they forced the whole country into poverty. So they put conditions onto that country that made it so that they were basically, you know, like, like a second tier nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't do that to Nazi Germany after World War II because we, 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 we had to give half the country over to the communists because they helped it win. We, that's what we, we basically, I'm not yeah. saying that United States did this, but the, but, but, but the, the side that won World War I basically turned Germany into like a shithole. And yeah. then you had all these people there going like, this is fucked up, right? So when a guy does right. come along and say, you know whose fault it is, right? Like, mm -hmm. is it the British? No, 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 it's not the British. Is it the Americans? No, 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 it's the Jews. It's like, it's the Jews' fault? Oh, yeah, it's totally their fault. That's why we're living like this. And that's what I'm saying. America is very weak right now. It's weak as fuck. Weak. Divided. There's like 80 Americas. There's like 5,000 different versions of the country that we live in right now. What yeah. were you going to say, Bisho? I was just going to second your point and say, to put it in perspective, post-World War I Germany, you can go down to the bank and it would, it would technically... You could wallpaper your house with actual Deutschmarks and it would be less expensive than trying to go buy wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, same thing with the Soviet Union. You know, what happened when, when, the, when the Soviet Union fell, right? Like when, they, when, when Germany became Germany and it's only East Germany and the Soviet Union sort of collapsed, the country was basically taken over by the mafia. And yeah, it's like basically like, like it was like, look at Putin. Putin, Putin is like a byproduct of uh, of like a mafia don taking over a country, I mean like Absolutely. you know this guy's this guy's a world leader poisoning people with no fear, like you yeah, know he's what I mean? Fucking crazy. Yeah, it became it became taken. The Russia became run by criminals. You See the reason I mean? the reason why I'm, I'm comparing them to the Nazis and and saying that is because I don't want people to underestimate them as like some oh like they're just some fucking you know guys in the middle of the desert with a couple of AK-47s. They're not going to do shit. Right. Before you know it, man, the Nazis were taking over Europe. Before you know it, Taliban could take over the Middle East. And then yeah. you got a serious fucking problem. Should have stopped them in Poland. That's what everybody said. They needed to be stopped in Poland. That we should have stopped them in Poland. And, before and I, I honestly, I wish we left some people over there to keep an I eye on it, man. I really do. I'm not yeah. saying we should be there for the next 40 years, but of like, course not. as long as this is a problem, we should have kept the minimum amount of people we could have kept there to, to keep at least us safe here. Yeah, no, yeah, we have ton we have tens of thousands of people. And by the way, for people that are just like, oh, well, you know, as long as we get our people out of there, um, there are tens of thousands of people, Afghan Afghanis, that helped us for the twenty years. That Absolutely. were interpreters, that were engineers, that were military, that were politicians. That their lives are in danger now. Their families, like all they did was believe in our bullshit twenty years ago, yeah. and we fucking left them there to die. And now they're going to pay for it because they're a target. Every yeah. single one of them is a See, fucking that's target. what scares me the most is the sympathy for movements against the United States, as you mentioned. Anti-Americanism, that's at an all-time high. But we go over there, we fuck shit up, we leave people there. So now what's going to happen? You got kids of these people who grow up like, oh, so my parents dedicated their life to like this American ideal to come yeah. over here and do this. Oh, and then you left them here to die. Okay, well, where can I yeah. join the Taliban? Like that's what this, I'm this right here. <laughs> exactly. A few days ago, when this happened, you birthed new terrorists. Oh my God! How many people probably joined? Hundred percent. Not even that. Jesus just Christ. the kids that saw this will be terrorists in fifteen and, years. And what do these people think that we left that we left them there to die? That we left their parents there to die? It's like, yeah, my exactly. dad was my dad was an interpreter for the U.S. occupation, and blah 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 blah. And they promised us that we would get. No, can't bring you over here. Sorry, can't come here. Can't come here. 
I'm sure we're going to take some in. I already know Germany said they would take some in. You know, European countries are offering some help. But yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, they are. But but I mean, but I, I, I don't know, man. I'm I think you I think you avoid this at your own peril. If you're if if, if you're a rational American person, you avoid this at your own peril. I know China already shut their border down. They share a very small border with Afghanistan. Yeah, they, they already shut that shit down. Yeah, they they said, that nope. shit. yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I hope we do something, you know, for the, our, our American citizens that were left there. I hope we do something for the Afghani people who helped us. And I hope we do something for the Afghani people who do not want to live under this regime. Um, you know, I do think it's weird that I'm seeing some people, I don't know if you guys are seeing this and then we'll move on to something else, but I do think it's weird that I'm seeing some people sort of basically being very copacetic with this, being like, well, it's their country. Like we shouldn't be there anyway. You know, so what the Taliban's saying, they're not going to do anything. And I'm like, you're giving more, you're giving more faith in the Taliban than you would give a person on Twitter for making a joke about a, 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 a racist joke. Yeah. I, I mean, like, it's appalling to me that you, you're, you're going to give energy to a terrorist organization that is nefarious for its mistreatment of opposition and women and children. But you won't you you have no problem doxing a guy in your office who uh, who had a Trump sticker on his car or something. It's just like I, I just think it's so despicable. And, um, you know, I. I wonder where this leads America. I really, really do. I, I, because it does seem that everybody is universally very upset about what happened here. But there are these opposition voices going, yeah, Biden gave a great speech. You know, what was he supposed to do? You know, what was he supposed to do? Uh, maybe not go back on vacation. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not See, go on vacation. I thought the Trump folks were going to love what Biden did because essentially Biden turned around and said, meh, like, fuck them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's their problem. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, this like, was Trump's plan. This was Trump's yeah. plan, but he didn't have to follow through with it. He, he reversed everything. But they Trump still was. hate him. <laughs> they still hate Biden, though. Yeah. I figured the Biden people would, would be disappointed in Biden's move and the Trump people would fucking be like, oh, this is our guy now. Yeah. He, he said, fuck the Middle East. That's all I'm about. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I'm following this story. I will, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be talking about it for sure. Right. I don't know how. You, I mean, I know it's not the most fun topic, but it's very relative. It's extremely important, and I think it has world views. It has world. It has world. It has world repercussions, whether you like it or not. And you and also, I mean? you know, you know, when you see these articles, and this is my own fault. I shouldn't be doing this. Um, I'll click on like how many people laughed at the article. And seeing like kids fall and die from the airplanes and shit like that. Yeah. And you'll get like 700 people that laughed at this. And I'm like, dude, I just, I, I, I'd lose my mind, you know? Yeah. But I, just, I, mean, I don't that's, understand that's the that. internet. That's the internet. Yo. Yeah. I just, but there's still a human behind that reaction though. You know what I mean? I just like, I, is I, there, I, we don't know that the pro, it could be bots. I think so. I think so. It could be troll lot, farms. No, but I, I click on a lot of these profiles and you'll see like, oh, they've been active since 2008 and they actually, they're a school teacher. <laughs> it's like, what Yeah, it's scary dude. shit, man. You're going to drive yourself it, crazy doing that, man. You I, interact I with too many yeah. people. You really are though, dude. You really, really are. You really are. Um, Shaheen, once again, remind everybody where to get some good news sources again for this before we move on. Yeah, go on YouTube. They have a Voice of America type in VOA or uh, Al Jazeera Network. Um, Al Jazeera is kind of hard to type. I think it's A L J A Z. Is Al Jazeera Network still available here in the states on yeah. regular TV? Is it okay? I think they have an app you could probably get on the Roku or you know whatever you have Fire Stick. Mm -hmm. um, and also check out a uh, BBC. They have different um, variations of the BBC network. So yeah, now we have a lot of topics that we're probably not going to go to. But one thing that broke today that's huge 
that literally broke like a couple of hours ago that I had to tell these guys about. Um, it's going to sound made up, but it's not. Um, so OnlyFans is getting rid of porn. Let me repeat this for those of you that think I'm making a joke. OnlyFans is taking pornography out of OnlyFans. Buy. Pornography is being banned from OnlyFans starting in October. How is that possible? I don't know because I don't know the purpose of OnlyFans without the <laughs> pornography. Oh, man. Unreal, right? What, what are they going to do? You think you shut that? down? I, I, apparently, they're having money issues, which I don't know how that's possible. This is a big deal, though, man. Anthony this is Austin, huge. Shout out to him. He actually just sent me this article to make sure we cover it on the show. But uh, this is fucking huge, man. I know a lot of indie wrestling girls that are on there showing little nips. I know a lot of girls. I know there. people. I have a handful of people I know personally that have OnlyFans that do it literally because they have no money and they don't have jobs. And okay. Girl on Cinema. Girl on, it's unbelievable. Girl on Cinema might be the reason why OnlyFans is getting rid of porn. Unbelievable. Okay, supposedly she doesn't do anything. It's just like extra content, like a Patreon or something. I don't know if I buy that. You know, I you know, look, I like look, I like girl in cinema. I do, but damn, twenty five a month. This 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 bitch is asking for twenty five ninety nine a month. Jesus Christ! And and you're not seeing and anything? you're not showing a titty. <laughs> like Jesus, man, yeah. that's hard to believe. Anybody. Girl in cinema. You know, I like you. You know, I'm you. You know, we're we're, we're we're cool with you. But I'm just saying. Break the apocalypse is five bucks a month, and I don't shut the fuck up. Wow, twenty five is harsh if you're uh, just for extra wow. content. Yeah, supposedly she got like a ton of people like right off the bat too. You know what I mean? She's a good looking kid. I mean, I of course you know she's good looking. I don't know. Like, okay, look, I'm not gonna say she's ugly or anything. She's a cute kid, she, but she's like not ugly. Like there's like a thousand other people. Not, not that yeah, I would subscribe dude, to an OnlyFans. But I don't like, want to make this a girl on cinema thing, but she's I think she has got a lot of personality, that girl, and I could see why she would be successful. But I also know that she's like persona non grata with a lot of people these yeah. days. Um, I just think it's funny that 24 hours after you tell me she's got an OnlyFans, it announces <laughs> there's no more pornography. Yeah. She is over 18, though, right? I think she's in her early 20s. Yeah. 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 So then, yeah, who knows? She might be putting crazy stuff up there. Who knows? How do we know she's not doing nudes on there? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Because I and thought there was a tweet be. the other night where she said, relax, guys. It's not just for. Um, yeah, for but who? But, but what? But she's charging. She's charging so much money that like you could probably get some form of, of sexual contact from a living person for twenty five ninety nine. There's just a lot. Oh, there we go. That's not a great picture. That's not a great. I'm sorry. That's not With a the great kitchen picture. in the background. Yeah, it looks like she's in a trailer park. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that cover too on the sofa. Yes, yeah, yeah. uh, I. But one. you know what though? She's a funny kid. I imagine she could be trolling. I'm not even joking. I think because she put like bikini shots up. I think in the past. I don't know. Hmm. God, you, you know what? She was really. I noticed that she was really leaning into that. Like you can yeah, tell more and more. I don't know if she like. Look, I'm not gonna knock her or anything, but it almost yeah, was like got she hustle. got to a certain point and then hit that ceiling and started leaning into it a bit. But yeah, well, I mean, look, she's look, she's very cute. Yeah, she's a cute uh, person. Look, she's a cute kid. That's a that's a cute kid, and she's funny as fuck. I, I 
I absolutely think I would have a very, very funny conversation with this kid. I, I really do because I think she's very funny. I would say she's about 23, 22. You know, so that's very young to me personally. I'm just saying there's like a thousand other people if I was that type of person that I would probably subscribe to. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's cute, cute kid. But uh, OnlyFans getting rid of porn. Boy, I got to tell you, that's a big, wow, that's that's a nice picture. That's her. That's a really great picture. Yeah. I'm talking about the composition too. That, that's mm-hmm. fu- that, looks like an, that looks like a fucking album cover. Dude, that's a fucking high, high that's a high-end photograph. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, we invited her on the show not that long ago, and she uh, she reached out. To, we didn't actually talk talk, but I thought she might come on uh, because she was getting picked on a lot. And I was like, yeah, you know, if you want to come on, talk about it. But yeah, what do you guys think of this this thing with OnlyFans removing porn? I, I mean, I think this is going to have a detrimental effect on a lot of people. This is their only fucking dough. This is their only income. I mean, you got somebody like Kelly Kelly probably on there selling toe pictures for like 30 bucks a month. I mean... That's that's a little harsh on them, man. I personally, I don't give a shit. You know, this is yeah, some I, first world problems, man. I feel more bad for the people falling off the plane than this. Uh, yeah, no I mean, but uh, Shaheen, this is our version of falling off the plane. It is. That's the yeah, and masks. I mean, let, let, let's back this up a second. You go back eighteen months ago, right? Everything's going to hell in a handbasket. People are losing their jobs, their health care. They're getting put on sabbatical without any money. What do a lot of people start doing? They start doing a couple of handful of things. Some of them start trying to drive for like Uber and Uber Eats because they you had comedians that were on the Tonight Show driving for Uber Eats. Okay. What was the second thing a lot of people start doing? They said, fuck it. I'm going to go work in the Amazon warehouse. Do you know one in 168 adults now works in an Amazon warehouse in this country? I repeat, one in 168 adults, their full-time job is now working in an Amazon warehouse or Amazon in some capacity. That should scare the shit out of you. And then you had the third option, which is people like, fuck it, I'm going to take a picture of my balls and try to make some money off it. So you had a lot of people going to OnlyFans because it was their only means of trying to supplement their previously good-paying fucking job, right? And some people looked like a foot and some people looked really good, okay? And a lot of people were doing this. And you had some girls in independent wrestling were like, well, fuck it. Maybe I'll do topless and fucking put it on OnlyFans or I'll go in a thong and all this other shit. Well, you got dudes on there. Be like, yeah, I, I got a good looking penis. Let me put my penis on the fucking internet. You know what I mean? So it's really like, it's weird that now we're coming into this world where it's like, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID and people still don't have their jobs and everybody's losing their fucking, uh, their extra unemployment benefits. And now you're taking away one of the only things that people were able to make money off of if they were so inclined to do so. And that was showing their butthole on OnlyFans and putting stuff in it and putting shit in the house in it, putting mousetraps in it and shit. Like, like I don't... I, I OnlyFans, by the way, is owned by a European company. It's not an American company. Did you guys know that? I did not know, but that that doesn't surprise me. Do you think more people joined uh, OnlyFans than they started podcasts during the COVID times? Because I feel like everyone started doing a podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say because all of us have been podcasting for a good while now, more or less. I mean, long before any of this right, was right, a fucking right. thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But what do you guys think about this? What What do you think? Do you think this is going to have a dramatic effect on people? Because this is a lot, guys. There's a lot of money I, being spent I, on looking at people's buttholes. I personally think this is going to solve the crisis of, of them looking for bartenders, at least. You know what I mean? I don't know about the the cooks in the kitchen, mm-hmm. but you're going to have a ton of girls applying for bartending jobs, um, strippers, uh, maybe 
yeah, yeah, I guess that would be it. What else can they do as far as OnlyFans as a replacement? I can't think of anything else. I don't know. Maybe you play sure video you games on Twitch. Twitch. Maybe they'll go to tw- the Twitch allows nudity, right? Or no. And honestly, right? some, some other platform is probably going to steal the spotlight and offer what they just cut out. Like somebody else is going to come around and dump a bunch of money into an app and start letting them do porn. Does Twitch do we know? Does Twitch allow nudity? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. No. Okay, so you could play like in your draws and just be like, "Oh, I'm right." Play it's it's more so weirdo part. fetish, like you can dress as like Sailor Moon and fucking mm. hang out in your bathtub, but you can't be nude. And like dudes will probably jerk off to that and pay you fucking thousands of dollars. But see, wow. that's my thing. You know, I think it's just going to force women to have to work harder because you're not going to be able to just show your asshole and shit and make money. Like mm. these girls that put in time and like fake relationships with people and like, oh hey, like. Like butters at raisins. They're going to have to be the raisins girls. Hey, honey. Hey, sweetie. How you doing? Why don't you watch me play Twitch? They're going to have to put in some serious work. And I think that's going to eliminate a lot of the people who were just doing it for easy money in their freaking, you know, dirty back room while their baby sleeps from 10 to 10. It's digital strippers. That's what it is. You know, like strippers walk around and try to get a couple dollars out of you. Same shit. Yeah. They pretend to care for you. They don't give a shit about you, man. Come on. I just, I just think it's weird where we're trying, like, like we, like the global news right now is the economic, is the, is the crisis the United States created in Afghanistan, and we still have shortages of everything, and like our gas prices are outrageous, and we have a manufacturing crisis, and we have a work crisis, and we have a healthcare crisis, and we have an epidemic of obesity crisis, and we have an opioid crisis, and the one thing that's going to happen now is that we're trying to take fucking porn away from OnlyFans. And I know that's not the United States, but I'm saying pivoting away from that, pivoting away. Well, but the, the-, the other end question, and it may not be fair that I hear coming from other people is, who the fuck is buying, who's paying for this shit then? Like who can afford that right now if things are so terrible? I don't think that's fair because I think there's a lot of people who are unaffected financially and it's not fair to say that. But like, On one hand, we're saying, hey, we're taking opportunities away from people to make a buck when times are tough. And at the same time, we got record people probably paying for this shit. And where's that coming from? You know what I mean? Be sure. There's see the the thing is a lot of the people that would subscribe onto an OnlyFans account, they don't care about like owning property. They're not they're not worried about that. A lot of these people will work full time jobs just to spend like five hundred dollars a month on fucking, you know, video games. Right. And then they have a budget of like $200 for OnlyFans. And they might wear the same fucking clothes every day, you know? But that's <laughs> that's what's important to them is the OnlyFans. Yeah. That's the, that's games. how they come. That's how yeah. they come. While, while OnlyFans is extremely profitable, taking a 20% fee, which by the way, I think is outrageous, over the over 2 billion in users. So, okay, so OnlyFans takes in 20% of the 2 billion plus of users sold last year. The site wants to move away from the type of contents its users are oft producing to make those sales. According to Bloomberg, OnlyFans is in talks to raise new funding with investors that would help the site become more of a mainstream platform. While this may help open the site up for even more celebrities and people wishing to have a closer connection with fans, it could displace the million creators in the platform. So here's what fucking happened. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys what happened. Back up to like what eight or nine months ago, maybe a year ago. There was some model or some tween person who started in OnlyFans. I don't know this person's name. And everyone just assumed because at this time only porn was on there. 
And this model who's already a millionaire broke like made like a gazillion dollars in like a day or something. And then the model was taking heat because they were saying, I don't know, like the very first celebrity to go to, was it Bella Thorne? Yeah. Well, I don't know who that is, by the way. I have no idea what Bella Thorne is. So this Bella, this Bella Thorne broke OnlyFans. Like she basically, I, I don't even know who this is. I only know her because she was on that show Wild and Out with Nick Cannon, my wife and I used to watch, and then I saw I her know. in this news article. So this bitch made a million dollars in a day. What was this, like a year and a half ago? Right? She was the, by the way, isn't showing any nudity. No nudity. It's just her in like, like, like bikinis and shit. And this, this, the people in that community who were like doing porn and stuff were like, well, this is kind of fucked. But that opened the door for other celebrities to go, I'm going to start an OnlyFans to connect with my fans. And this bitch was getting 20 bucks a month for pictures that you could probably see of her in like anything in just bikinis and, and like, and clothes. Right. I mean like, you know, and, but she was not nude. My understanding is she was not nude. Am I right yeah. about that? No well, I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of these celebrities, what they would post on Instagram three, four years ago is what you're paying for now. On OnlyFans. Right. Cause they can get money for it. They weren't getting right. money necessarily from Instagram. So like, 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 like they probably were, but not nowhere near as much. So now this, here's this woman who's already rich, who has mainstream money in a mainstream vocation going down to the gutter with the, with, with, with the, with, with the, 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 uh, the BBWs taking, uh, uh, asshole shots. And Tammy also Sitch. Yeah. And Tammy Sitch who has, Tammy Sitch doesn't have Tammy Sonny from WD. She doesn't have the same out. Like, this is ridiculous. This woman basically destroyed that that venue for sex workers. The way the, the Vulture article put it was that she gentrified OnlyFans for celebrities. She did, though, but she did. She mainstreamed it. She mainstreamed it without having to put something in her butthole. So now what OnlyFans is doing is essentially going to the Shark Tank and try to get money from Mark Cuban, and he wants them to clean it up, essentially. Yeah. So now it's like, let me get Bella Haddad on there for OnlyFans, and she could charge $40 a month just to see five extra pictures that you can't find on the internet. So they, so basically, this is another thing where the rich to, are destroying the poor and destroying the workers of this country. And yes, I am making basically a Les Miserables sort of fucking comparison, because it's true. Because had this bitch not done this, all of these million other people who this is how they're paying their car. This is how they're going to school. This is might be how they're paying child support. I'm fairly certain that a lot of these girls on OnlyFans do not want to be going on camera, right? Like taking enemas and shit and then putting fucking Play-Doh up their asshole for all day for money. I'm fairly certain they don't. I but, think they but would. But you don't even have, have to do that to have an OnlyFans and make money, though. That's the. But I'm just saying, but that's a lot of OnlyFans. That's a lot of OnlyFans. Like I follow a lot of porn chicks and they're like, here's a picture of me sucking a dick. And if you want to see me really suck the dick, you got to go to OnlyFans. Like, you know what I mean? It's a, dude, it's like a, a cacophony of penises and, and buttholes, a lot of butthole stuff. There's people with automatic butthole shit where it's like a, a plunger. It looks like something out of the early Mario Brothers, only it's going in some bitch's asshole. I'm just like, it's crazy, dude. But that's what a lot of OnlyFans is. And that's why... People were making money. And it's not just really hot people. It's people that maybe aren't classically attractive. It's people who are overweight. It's people that, you know, it's prob there's probably some amputees on there. Like there's probably like people that otherwise like fetishes. You know, there's probably people on there rubbing shit on themselves. I have no fucking idea. 
like the top OnlyFans people, who's Black China? Yeah, Black China. Isn't Black China a porn star? No, she was a rap chick. But wasn't X-rated wasn't photos? Wh- okay, but her, but yeah. it's but it's X-rated photos. Yeah. Wasn't it one chick that's in a WWE? I think she's Asian. She has like green hair. Wasn't she taking poop pictures on OnlyFans? Yeah, that was uh, Shotzi. Shotzi. Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart. Blackheart. She yeah. did? Oh, they, yeah, they were she, calling yeah. her Shitzy. That's right. Yes, Bella Thorne. Yeah. No nudity. No nudity. She's a good looking kid. Don't get me wrong. No nudity. How much did she make? Free. Used to charge. Oh, subscription is free. Yeah, like lingerie photos. Who gives a fuck? Jem Wolf. I don't know who this is. These are the top people. But these are like models and shit. You know what I'm saying? These are like models and shit. Cardi B. Does Cardi B really need to be on OnlyFans? No, this is exactly what their Instagram used to be last year. This is all that is. Is this really? Look, $51 for three months for Cardi B. Mia Khalifa, she doesn't even do nudes anymore. 12 bucks a month. God, yeah. people complaining about Patreon. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Saf- we, need, know, we need a higher tier where we all show pictures of like our feet and nipples and shit. Dude, I, I, I will literally just do Brooks and Dunn's. I will, I, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will do Brooks and Dunn songs with my asshole, like escaping, like singing as Brooks. I'll put a mustache on it. Just sagging balls. I've never heard of any of these. Pia Mia? What the fuck is this? I don't know. I'm just saying. It looks like this the top a- earners aren't even like sexual. It's just like access to content or updates or stuff from celebrities. I just like I can't. Oh, Belle Delphine, but she did porn. She did porn. That's how she thought she did porn on there. She was the. the I have the, a. I have a feeling a lot of these people that subscribe to this, they they want to be so involved with these people's lives. I bet you a lot of these people do live streams, like daily live streams, where you can just watch them eat and talk about their fucking day. Yeah, but that's but, what people but are. Shaheen, for. But but Shaheen, I, these people shouldn't want like you know these people shouldn't want that. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. No, no fucking normal human being should want that or, or pay for uh, that. But well, you know. OnlyFans is getting rid of porn, people. That's the digital world, though, that we live in. I mean, people are buying digital stickers for fucking like thirty dollars. Like, why would you want that? I don't I, understand it, but we live in a digital world. This is. I, I still don't understand people who pay for porn. Like that to me is a yeah, that's crazy. Life that's to me. Well, that's why I think that's Shaheen's a- right. It's not just the content; it's the interaction. People, there's a lot of yeah, lonely they want fucking to be dudes involved. out there. Yeah, they feel like it's something to do. It's a community, you know. I don't know. I have no. Uh, yeah, I I know, but it still has this like porn connotation to it that they're trying to whitewash. Oh, absolutely. Over. It's, very yeah. it's very interesting to me. I but I but it's gonna put like I can only imagine the blowback like from people. It's such a kick in the butthole. Uh, no pun intended. Um, that is crazy. So uh, as we're recording this. Uh, you know, every week it just seems like there's more outrageous crime stories that are fucking happening. And uh, this week is no exception. Um, I, I just learned about this hatchet attack at the Walmart. Do we know where this Walmart was, where the guy got hit with the hatchet? Don't remember, no. There's a pretty brutal attack. Um, I, I'm trying to think of where it, where it was. So there's video of this. I don't really want to watch the video. Be honest with you. Well, look at this. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this morose motherfucker right here. This is here. from. This is from like 2013, though. Oh, go back. Yeah, you got the wrong story. Walmart hatchet. Wait a minute. How many hatchet attacks have there been at local Walmart? Yeah, it was Walmart, dude. It's weekly. Just put uh, hatchet attack. Don't put Walmart and see if it comes up. Like hatchet attack. Some dude got attacked in an ATM. That's it. 
Oh, so, oh God, it's Manhattan. Oh, oh I, my. I thought it was a Walmart, not Manhattan. No, it's Manhattan and it's right by the Wall Street. It's, it's literally right, right by Wall Street. Literally right by Wall Street, dude. Like blocks from Wall Street. A Yonkers oh, man God. was charged with attempted murder after a seemingly random assault turned into <laughs> turned to Monday. Oh, he was from the Yonkers. Struggle. See, this is this is the locks, man. This is the locks' fault. They won that versus battle against Dipset, and Yonkers yeah. got a hype. I blame them. Yeah. So, so in the Lower Manhattan is like the financial district for people that don't know. Jesus. And there's a guy. There's video. Of this I do not want to watch this video again. I'm 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 just telling. You. They show it. Yeah. Yeah. They show it. It might not be here, but you can you can get it. Oh, you can get it. Trust me. Oh, you can get it. Um, so, oh, here we go. We're really going to watch it. God damn it. So basically, let me set this up for people. So guy goes into an ATM. It's like 530 in the afternoon, by the way, people. So, and there's nobody in it. And a dude follows him in there. And the dude looks a little crazy. He looks like a crazy serial killer type dude. And he just starts whacking and whacking at him with a hatchet and whacking him with a hatchet and whacking him with a hatchet. And then he starts breaking all of the, the, uh, the windows in, in the bank. Here we go. Watch this. This is real. This is real. This is the purge. Are you ready? Oh my God. You the- see him just standing there with, holy shit. At least Look he wore his guy. mask though. Real. Yeah. He's, he's whacking a man with a hatchet in front of you. That's holy not- shit. This is, this is literally like out of a purge movie. He just keeps hitting him with the hatchet over and over and over this about what's about eight or nine times with the hatchet and this guy's fleeing for playing for his life yeah yeah and he just gets up to the ground and he's hitting him more with the hatchet this is something out of a, a look at it look at the blood look at oh this guy i can't believe this is on the new york this Post is broad website. this is broad daylight broad daylight 5 30 rush hour manhattan in the finance and then he breaks every one of the uh, uh atms and he just throws the hatchet on the floor and walks out yeah yeah, this is this is blocks from Wall Street, by the way. Like, At least he you know. wore his mask, though. He was conscious of the COVID thing. Yeah, I mean, the guy was concerned about COVID. Let's be honest, he was concerned about COVID. But what a fuck! I mean, like, how brutal was that, yo? Well, we've been joking about the purge that's coming, and it's here. I mean, that's the it. The purge is here. Shaheen, have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, to be honest with you, yeah, I've seen like machete attacks and stuff like that on YouTube. On broad daylight in a vestibule at 5.30 in the afternoon in Manhattan? Well, maybe not in Manhattan, but yeah. I mean, you've been to Manhattan plenty. Doesn't that seem- Yeah, I mean, it's shocking that it's happening in fucking New York City, but I kind of expect it to happen at this point, to be honest with you. I mean, dude, you guys had like, what, a a dozen plus shot in one day? Yeah. Yeah. Let's stay with the theme. That's all for the free portion of this week's show. You can listen to the whole episode at patreon.com slash break the app. For just $5 a month, you get the full unedited weekly show plus exclusive monthly bonus shows like the Q&As and our entire back catalog of content. Need to reach us? Email us at breaktheapp at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at breaktheapp. Follow John on Twitter at I am John Draper. Follow Shaheen on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nuclear Heat. And follow Brian on Twitter, Facebook, and Letterboxd at B Show Brian. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.